This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode 228. This episode is brought to you by our friends at notebookingpages.com. Did you know that with notebooking, you can put away the boring books and complicated curriculum and learning can actually be enjoyable? That's because notebooking is the most simple, engaging, and effective way to create lifelong learners without those dry, stuffy textbooks. So kick the busy work to the curb this year and try notebooking with all your kids. This is another great strategy for teaching multiple ages together without buying those expensive consumable workbooks. And you can get 3,000 notebooking pages for free if you go to 41more.com forward slash notebooking. Welcome to episode 228. The show notes are at 41more.com forward slash 228. Happy back to school. I don't know what your schedule's like, but this is live on the very last day of August. Maybe you've been back to it for a month already. Maybe you're waiting until that, you know, first week in September to start wherever you are. Happy back to school season. Hey, maybe you never stopped and you're a year round homeschooler. Well, congratulations on really that perseverance. I'm, I am not saying this sarcastically. I have so much respect for people who never take a break. You know, I know you take breaks, but you just don't take a big summer break. I'm just going to tell you, I am that type of person. I need that big summer break. I just love the summer break. And sometimes I love it a little too much and it's hard to get going again. Do you ever feel that way? Well, it's probably back to school-ish for most of us. And so today on the episode, I thought I'd talk about the top five most common mistakes people make when homeschooling, but not just talk about the mistakes. We're going to talk about how to avoid them. What's the solution here? And this is taken from my own experience. This is taken from my experience of helping other families and friends and people that I work with in my state with homeschool evaluations. I've seen a lot of these mistakes and there's actually really simple solutions. So as you're starting out your year, here are the things to be aware of and then some ways to prevent you know, falling into these traps and ways to be more successful in your new homeschool year. Are you ready to jump in? Here's the five mistakes you're going to want to avoid and how to actually avoid them. Okay, false alarm. I actually forgot to mention one other thing. Since it is the beginning of the school year, I just realized that I hadn't reminded you guys to go check out our free resource library on our site, which if you don't already have access, you can get the password for free if you go to 41more.com forward slash 
library. I am constantly adding new things and I expect to ramp that up a lot this fall and add a lot more new resources, but there are things there ready for you for the fall. So let me just give you a few ideas of what you can find. You know, those all about me worksheets that are kind of fun to have the kids fill out at the beginning of the year. You can find a whole pack of them. There's a bunch of scavenger hunts from nature to back to school to a beetle scavenger hunt for those bug lovers out there. There's a Labor Day activity pack. And, you know, there's also a fall busy book for those little learners in your school who are not really old enough to do school, but they want to do school with the big kids. If you need like a busy book for them to keep them kind of busy and learning a few things, grab that busy book. And then there's also things for your older kids, like a current events pack I put in the resource library. So check it all out. You can get grab any of these things for free. And if you don't have the password already, just go to 41more.com forward slash library and you can sign up there. Okay, this is for real. Let's jump into the five mistakes that you want to avoid this new homeschool year. Mistake number one, trying to do school at home, or even just comparing yourself with traditional schooling. You know that this is hard, right? Especially if you pulled your kids out and you already had experience with public school and your kids were already in it for a while. Um, This is not as hard maybe if you're starting right from the beginning and homeschooling your kindergartner, but it could be because you're seeing what, what their friends are doing and what your friend's kids are doing. You know, when we constantly compare, it's not apples and oranges. Don't forget, teachers in a traditional classroom always have tons of kids. They got to meet everyone's needs. They have to teach toward the middle. There's a lot of wasted time. There's a lot of busy work. You don't have that. You have so much efficiency. You're one-on-one. Even if you've got five, six, seven kids, it's still a way better ratio than if they were in a classroom. So don't compare yourself with the teachers and a public school situation. You don't have to have a structured day. Your kids don't have to do school from eight to three, especially if they're in kindergarten or elementary school. I mean, it's going to look a lot different and it should. And embrace the freedom you have not to be like the traditional school. You know, even if you have kids with learning struggles, with dyslexia, I hear this so often from parents and I always tell them, look, you are way more qualified as a knowledgeable, loving parent to help your kids who even have learning struggles. You're one-on-one with them. You can learn, even if you don't have an education degree, you know, behind your name, it's okay. You can do an awesome job and you can do a far better job than the, the professionals in the school system. So don't ever feel like things have to look like the public school. Don't, go ahead and embrace that flexibility. You have so many unique advantages. We know that, right? Now that the public schoolers are back to school, everything's empty again. Yay, we can go out in public and not have to deal with crowds. I mean, it's just so many unique advantages, you guys. Don't ever feel like you're less than or it has to look like school at home. If you love the cute little desks and you really want to set up a classroom because you love that and it works for you guys, go ahead. But I always say you don't need that at all. Honestly, the kitchen table is perfect. Don't feel like you can't homeschool if you can't replicate this cute little classroom in your house. You just don't need to. So that's number one. That's your, that's the first mistake, especially as you're getting going, especially if you hit roadblocks and things get hard and then you go, oh boy, I am not 
able to homeschool well, or, you know, you, you put this pressure on yourself. So know that things are going to get a little bumpy at the beginning. This always happens, right? This even happens in the classroom in a normal school, right? So don't compare yourself. That's mistake number one that you want to avoid. Go ahead and embrace the flexibility, freedom you have to customize this learning experience and help your kids love learning this year. That's your goal. So that's number one. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mistake number two is overloading the curriculum or even just being too rigid in your curriculum. So if you haven't started yet and you want to have best practices for your first week or two of school, don't do everything every day. Start slow, add a little bit in at a time. Don't start with seven subjects, you know, do a little bit as you can and let everyone get used to it and get used to what's required this year. Sometimes we try to cover too many subjects. That's where homeschooling multiple ages together is really going to simplify things for you guys. If you have kids in K through eight, you can do your science and your history and your music appreciation, your read alouds and a lot of things together. And so that's going to help. Another thing that really burns a lot of people out is trying to use overly complex curriculum. You really, if you want to have the best experience homeschooling I've found is you want to find homeschool friendly curriculum. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that when you can find homeschool curriculum that's written for a homeschool family, written with us in mind and not written for a traditional classroom, you're going to have a much easier time using it. And so are your kids. So there's a lot of curriculum like this I recommend, and you can find my resources on my, on my site. But, you know, for example, um, IEW, Institute for Excellence in Writing. Fix-It Grammar is not written for a classroom. It's written for a homeschool family in mind. Short little lesson, easy to follow, no clunky teacher's manual. That's what I'm talking about. Because, and I'm not, I don't want to call out curriculum publishers because they might be your favorite and they might work for you. But I've found that those big name publishers that are actually written for, say, Christian schools or traditional public schools, they don't translate well into a homeschool family usually. So if you're overwhelmed with the clunky teacher's manual, throw it away. Don't overload yourself with crazy curriculum. And, you know, along these lines, this is where our sponsor from today's episode comes in really well. Try notebooking pages. Remember, if you go to 41more.com forward slash notebooking, you can grab 3000 for free and give them a try with any spine. So with any history book, science book, whatever you're studying, just grab notebooking pages and it it's very homeschool friendly. It's very customizable and flexible. So remember to prioritize the essential subjects. Of course, most kids need to do math and some kind of phonics slash reading or grammar every single day. The other stuff, unless you're in high school, might not need to be done every day and figure out what are your learning goals for your kids and make sure that everything lines up with your family goals, where you want your kids to be at the end of the year. So don't let the curriculum be your master. Remember you're in charge. It's only a tool and make sure you find the right curriculum. If you picked something that's giving you a lot of trouble this year, 
Don't be afraid to change it up and take a more simple approach. One other insight about this is you could have curriculum that worked really well for one of your older kids and then someone else a few years later, you think, okay, well, you're going to use this too. And it doesn't work for them because they're a different kid. They might have some struggles or it might just might not click with them. So this is where you have to be flexible as a homeschool parent and say, okay, this curriculum might be a foundation and give me the topics I need to cover, give me the general plan, but I might need to adapt it to fit my child's needs. I might need supplemental materials. I might need to, you know, find more videos. I might need to change the requirements here to fit this kid. So that's where you want to make sure you're not too rigid in thinking you have to follow the curriculum to a T. You really can adapt as needed. Okay, here's mistake number three skipping hands-on and practical learning. So if you rely solely on textbooks and worksheets without really putting those hands-on activities in or real-world experiences, sometimes that's going to make homeschooling way harder than it needs to be. Not as fun. This is where this is where the boredom comes in. Don't you remember being in school and just having tons of busy work? Well, if you want to make your homeschool you know, user-friendly and, and engage your kids and encourage a love of learning, then don't forget to put those hands-on and practical learning in. You can do this easily with hands-on experiments, field trips, cooking, gardening, practical activities with your kids, and they're going to be way more engaged. In the younger years, don't be afraid to keep schoolwork, official schoolwork to a minimum and let the kids play. All that imaginative playtime is really important for their developing brains. And then don't forget about the older years, all those life skills you wish you had learned in school, but they never had time because you were learning Pythagorean's theorem. You know, you have ever seen these memes on Facebook, like what was more important learning, you know, that or how to do your taxes, you know, all these things that we want our kids to learn. Go ahead and schedule it into your homeschool day and get some of that practical learning in. So that's mistake number three is skipping the hands-on and practical learning. Remember, you can customize your homeschool to be whatever you want it to be. So just because the school doesn't do it doesn't mean you can't. You actually can, and that's a good thing. Mistake number four is trying to do it alone, basically having insufficient resources and support. Homeschooling is not for the faint of heart, and we know that not only do you need adequate resources, materials, but the support is really important. And if you don't have a family that's supportive, you need to find your tribe. And if you can find it in person, local to where you live, that's even better. It's great for your kids to get together with other homeschool families and find that camaraderie. You guys understand each other, you know, but if you can't find it on uh, in person, find it online. You need to be able to have a place to share ideas, to seek advice, find mentors wherever you can. And that's going to really help you with your confidence and also have a place for you to bounce off questions. Remember, if you ever need that kind of support, you can join us at 41more.com forward slash collective and get that step-by-step monthly. What do I do right now? If you're missing that on uh, that in-person uh, mentorship that you're looking for. So that's mistake number four. Don't try to homeschool alone. Find your tribe, find the support you need so that you can be confident in your homeschooling. And mistake number five is ignoring learning styles and individual needs. Sometimes we fail to recognize and accommodate these learning styles our kids have and 
especially if we knock up against some struggles, right? I've already mentioned dyslexia, things like that's the most common one that comes to mind. But we need to pay attention to how our kid in front of us learns best and adapt our methods, our resources, our curriculum to that child. Um, this has happened to us on a number of occasions. I buy stuff, I buy curriculum for a certain class and a certain course, especially, you know, in high school level. And I think, okay, all my high schoolers are going to do this biology or this chemistry or this English or whatever it is. And it just doesn't work for each kid the same way. So you have to be willing and be flexible enough to change things up as needed. So the advice would be pay attention to how your kid learns best and adapt, right? Some kids are visual learners. Others need more hands-on. Tailor lessons to match their learning style. And this is where you're going to help them be the most successful. If you want to learn more about the ways kids learn and how homeschooling can be adapted to fit those, you will love episode 133, where we had on Dr. Kathy Cook, and we talked about customizing your homeschool with the eight great smarts. So she wrote a book called the eight great smarts, discover and nurture your child's intelligence. And then Tina Hollenbeck wrote eight great smarts for homeschoolers, a guide to teaching based on your child's unique strengths. And we link to those books and talk through those concepts with Dr. Kathy on episode 133. So definitely check that out if that's something you want to learn more about. But no matter where you are in your homeschool year, whether you've been going at it for a month or two now, or you're just starting, or you're about to start, I hope you have a really successful year. This is such an important job you're doing with your kids. Your investment into their lives is amazing. And I know that it can be really hard some days, some seasons. I mean, it's just, it can be hard, but it is so rewarding now that we've graduated three. And I'd like to say they're pretty successful adults in their college years now. It's really fun to see them excelling. And those foundations of character, hard work, all of those things, you're going to see them blossom as they leave your nest and go out into the real world and pursue their passions. So I think homeschooling has been one of the most amazing experiences of my life. I wouldn't change a thing. And I hope you get to have that kind of success too. I know you will, because if you love your kid and you love your child and you want to do what's best for them, they're going to have a, they're going to have a successful homeschool experience. You are your child's best teacher. So how's that for a back to school pep talk? You are doing an amazing job. You can do way better than the public school teacher down in the local classroom. This is not a ding on them. I used to be a public school teacher. So I'm coming at this from both angles guys, but I know that as a concerned parent, you can do way better. And so that's why I'm so excited that you're starting a new homeschool year. We're starting a new homeschool year. Let's make this an awesome year. You can do a great job. And I hope that these podcasts help you get some actionable strategies to help make your years even better. Don't forget to check out our free notebooking pages from our friends at notebookingpages.com. You can find them at 41more.com forward slash notebooking. We'll be back next week with another actionable episode. So be sure to join us then. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.